Flyover Politic Podcast, the show for normal Americans. From this undisclosed bunker, here's your host, Tony Reed. My name is Horace, and I'm a red-tailed hawk. In our world, I do have the body of a hawk, but while fronting, I consider myself a Therian, because I am in a human body, but my identity is still a hawk. Not all animal alters will identify this way, and I am, in fact, the only animal alter in our system who does identify this way. I am doing my best to come to terms with living in a human body. Belong to one person that belongs to all of us, and it's actually a way to embrace Donald Trump and then celebrate your loyalty and fealty to it and your success at delivering. And this is where Ron DeSantis has a good argument for Republicans. He's delivered more cruelty than Donald Trump, and that's it could be his pathway to the nomination. What an argument that is! And welcome back to Flyover Politic Podcast. It is the 24th of March, year of our Lord, 2023. DeSantis is worse than Trump. I, I told you it was going to come. It was just a matter of time. Everybody, I, my whole life, I'm 55. I repeat this all the time. Republicans always the Nazi. It's what we do. And now there's hawks. I'm a hawk. As we do this TikTok stuff. You know, I'm torn on the TikTok. We're going to do a section on it today. Because, let's be honest... It is the gift that keeps giving. I mean, we wouldn't have Dylan Mulvaney and Libs of TikTok and things to laugh at. So today we're going to do a little soapbox up front, super bias and fun. Got some fun on the back. I'm going to try to do some fun. I know I was way too much. So I'm trying to back off the mic. That was kind of bogus. I didn't catch that on ear um, on audio. But I watched the video yesterday, which nobody watches. Um, it was really bad, so I'll try to stop today. So I um, want to start with a couple things up front. Uh, we're going to start with a super cut of Lock Up Donald Trump. And it'll roll right in to that soundbite from last week. And then a soundbite. Kind of much proving what we all knew about Falky. He may be the uh, science. I mean, he is the science, but he's a total partisan. And I'll be making a point in a bit because I had a tussle with a uh, extremist expert. It's very, very enlightening. But um, it makes sense when you watch videos of these supercuts of lockup Trump. They've been trying to do it since 2016. And Fauci literally crying as Biden was inaugurated. You understand why they hate you so much. Fifty-eight House Democrats 
have recently voted to advance articles of impeachment. Impeach him first and then indict him. Yes, the president, a sitting president, can be indicted. Even if the president were to somehow find some way to terminate Mueller, the, the indictments would continue to grind. You could impeach anybody on anything. Uh, you can try and indict. He is not functioning as the president of the United States. Frankly, if he ever gets indicted, he'll have insanity as a defense, <laughs> I suppose, from a criminal charge. Um, but it, it, it's hardly, you know, this is a serious matter. You're starting to hear people talk about the possibility that Donald Trump leaves office in two years and then finds himself in the crosshairs of these New York prosecutors. This sitting president can and should be indicted. President, there for sure is more than likely going to serve some jail time. It's clear that Trump is the target and he'll be indicted eventually. Uh, on the day Donald Trump leaves office, the Justice Department uh, may indict him. Now there is talk of jail time for the president. That Mueller could indict the president for obstruction of justice. Donald Trump should be indicted for calling a cooperating witness a rat. He should have been indicted. The sitting president can be indicted by the Justice Department. Why aren't we at the target, Trump, having committed crimes to get the presidency? So why aren't we at an indictment yet? I think there's generally consensus the president has probably committed indictable crimes. It's very strongly in favor of indicting the president when he is out of office. That there may be enough evidence to indict Trump. Is Donald Trump going to be indicted? Maybe it'll happen. Maybe he'll go to prison. I, you know. Will he ever see the inside of a prison cell? DA could get a ham sandwich indicted. Hey, listen, Trump's the Big Mac. Even if Donald Trump himself is not ever indicted, there is another way that prosecutors can actually indict the entire Trump org. We hope. Uh, that the Attorney General sees the importance of moving ahead uh, with this indictment, moving ahead with locking Steve Bannon up. The whole enchilada, the whole company indicted by next week. Why not pursue it and see what happens? Merrick Garland, if you indict Trump, you'll be my person of the year, yeah. of the decade. The only thing worse than indicting him would be not indicting him. Would be folly not to indict them. Donald Trump is an ordinary citizen and is committing crimes right now. I like the idea of Mark Meadows going to jail for the rest of his life, but I still think that the committee has laid out that the person on top of all of this, in charge of all of this, doing all of this, was Donald Trump. I think now for him not to indict, frankly, would cause this country more harm than even if he indicts and there's a hung jury or not a successful conviction. I think there should be no case in which they wouldn't indict. I don't think we should be treating him the way other ex-presidents were treated. I think the extent of what Donald Trump's done is so egregious that no attorney general, uh, no fair-minded attorney general would have any choice. According to The Atlantic, Garland is preparing to indict Trump despite moving at the cautious pace of an institutionalist. The only reasons Trump hasn't been indicted by now is because he's a former president and because he has hand-picked judges on his side. Accountability for some people means that we get a pound of flesh from Donald Trump and that he ends up behind bars. Don't you think it's about time for special counsel Jack Smith to just indict Trump? And would such a move take Trump off the campaign trail? Is this the charge you would want? What are we going to do about those other states? Oh, my God. They're going to keep the outbreak smoldering in the country. It's so crazy. I mean... They're not doing it because they say they don't want to do it. They're Republicans. They don't like to be told what to do. And we got to break that, you know, unpack that. How you guys doing with vaccine? 400,000 individual people.
people were seeing their loved ones dying without even being able to be near them. It's a fucking cult. I mean, that's Grabian. That's not like a right-wing site. They just grab videos. And they put that together because it's all you ever hear. And Falky crying. This is, this is how they look at it. You know, when I vote for a person, and then this is an important point. I think it's what's lost on our media. Will Carlisle be featured today? It's lost on him. Normal people aren't part of a cult. You do not know how many times in one internet argument I had with an extremist journalist who admits Antifa is not a thing. It didn't exist. I'm just lapping up talking points from Tucker Carlson. They, they're part of cults. They don't understand us. Normals, we may wanted Trump in 2016. Most of us were me. We just didn't want Hillary. We had eight years of woke. We were done with it. It was time to move on. But we don't care. We get upset. Sure, after the 2020 election, when it was clearly obvious something was fishy when a guy in a basement who clearly had a medical emergency because all his hair fucking fell the fuck out and they lied to us, just like they just recently did. He's a clean bill of health. Oh, by the way, we took off cancer um, off his face. We just pulled it off. I mean, that was all cool when we used to have that doctor's a lying cocksucker on CNN and MSNBC about Trump. But I digress. We were upset the way it went down. Not upset enough to go to protests or go tear shit up like they did on January 6th. We knew it was bullshit, but we're too busy trying to live. It's like in the argument with this guy, he started getting testy because I didn't answer a question that I asked him. I asked him a question, but he's a journalist. He's important. I'm a nobody loser. Take that. I served 20 years in the Army off. They don't respect vets. They fucking hate us. USA Today was already talking about the war protesters when I was still in motherfucking Afghanistan. That's why I stopped reading the USA Today. Also, they took over every paper in the country and turned it woke, so that's fucking garbage. But we are losers. They are just, I mean, Chuck Todd is always who I go back to. But I'm, I'm unfair to Chuck Todd. It, it's, it's too much. It's just not him. I met Mark Halperin. I met two or three unnamed motherfuckers I saw on MSNBC, and I just had a long discussion. Well, I had insults slung at me by Will Carlisle. They're all arrogant fucks who think, who the fuck are you to question me? Why don't you believe me when I say disinfo, info, extremism, there's white supremacy fucking everywhere? When we go, where the fuck is it? And how dare you not vote the way we want you to? That's their attitude. That's why they went straight to us after 2016. It was your fault. White people, white men, gun owners, Christians. How many op-eds did they put on the show of them just saying these motherfuckers are losers for voting for Trump? What a bunch of fucking hypocrites. 
Because we're just supposed to listen to them and do what the fuck they say. That's how this works. And when you don't do it, you're a garbage human. I mean, to start our soapbox, here is a soundbite of a dude pretty much saying all white people must die. It's not even covered by the media because they agree we all should die. And the one idea is how we are going to exterminate white people because that, in my estimation, is the only conclusion I have come to. We have to exterminate white people off of the face of the planet to solve this problem. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. We need to exterminate white people. White supremacy is the greatest threat on the planet. White supremacy. I've never seen someone say we need to exterminate black people on C-SPAN. Never. Here's Hillary Clinton. Girls in Afghanistan should be going back to school tomorrow, but the Taliban is only allowing boys to be educated. Somebody brought this up and it's so it's so fucking true. This this is the uh, hashtag foreign policy. These fucking people are not serious. They're not serious people because most of our media they don't they don't even correlate that Biden gave back the country. They butt Trump it. Well Trump is gonna do it. Well you stopped Trump. You said it was Bad foreign policy. You said if Trump canceled fucking Afghanistan, the Afghans or the Taliban were going to take over the country and women were going to lose everything they got. But then Biden doesn't. People fly out of fucking airplanes. You know. No. We're not going to blame him. It's still Trump. It's just like the border. It's Trump's fault. These fucking people are so brainwashed. This is about J.D. Vance, and they're pissed off that he's buying a home in their area. Senator J.D. Vance bought a new home earlier this year in a close in Alexander in his neighborhood. A person familiar with the matter told Daniel Lippman the purchase for more than $1.5 million has some neighbors in the liberal enclave scratching their heads about why the conservative senator who ran against Washington establishment would choose to live amongst them. One neighbor described the area to our Kathy O'Donnell filled with pride flags and kindness posters. I noted that Vance was recently welcomed to the neighborhood with a yarn bombing, according to a photo shared with Playbook. Rainbow knitting now covers a signpost near the residence. A spokesman for this senator declined to comment. You know, maybe it's because we don't really care. We have policies and beliefs, but we don't go out and persecute people for it. I personally 100% unequivocally believe that is fucking child abuse. This is the USA Today. Families with trans children, children, children seek refuge in Minnesota. How old is that child? And she's trans. No, she's not. 
She looks special needs to begin with, and it's her parents who want her trans because it's great virtue signaling. Go on fucking TikTok and say, look at me. My kid is trans. We'll get to this in a second. I... I was so angry about that picture, I didn't even know how to fucking operate for a while. I just didn't. Last thing before we go into... uh, I think we're doing TikTok first. Oh, no. Let's do this first. Oh, well, no. Let's let's do this. Did I... I Get a screen. I didn't get a screen for this. Federal judge blocks key parts of California handgun law. So that's a win for the rights of Americans, which I know doesn't matter to freaking the big guys, but whatevs. Here's a couple fun ones up front. Um, we're going to play. I'll just play it all together. I was going to separate the ship. Let's just do it. Uh, Joe Rogan about Big Pharma. I was going to play. I don't like Rand Paul, so I'm not going to play a soundbite by him. Um, I mean, not like I hate him, but he's a such an intelligent person. When I see what he does on TV, I just really get angry because I've sat and talked to the man when he was brand new rookie senator, and he, of all the people, Dem, McConnell, all the people we talked with in this lobbying thing, he was so intelligent. I may not agree with him, but goddamn, he was just a good guy and he accepted people's views and now he's a caricature. So I'm going to play that. Um, Bill Weir and CNN, the time bomb of motherfucking climate change. These fucking people won't stop with the dire warnings that never come true. And Gutfeld. I want, you know, fuck it. I'm going to save the Gutfeld. Let's do the Gutfeld Um in our fun section because it's really funny so let's just do these two sound bites and then we'll get into fucking tiktok because tiktok was huge this week because if it was not for independent journalism we would be in a pickle we would be in a really bad state because a lot of people got duped by the pharmacy, the pharmacological industry, the pharmaceutical industry, the, the medical industry, the industrial military industrial complex. They've been duped by so many different companies and corporations that have a vested interest in getting one narrative out. And if you can get that narrative out through the traditional pipelines of mainstream media with no one fact-checking, no one interfering, no independent journalist saying, actually, that's not true at all. Here's why they did that. This was the influence. Here's where the money is. We have emails. We can show you they were influenced. If it wasn't for them, we would be fucked. Just into CNN, a dire warning about the state of the planet. A new UN report warns the climate time bomb is ticking and the world is running out of time to avoid catastrophe. So that assessment comes from the world's most authoritative body on climate change, which says the Earth is going to pass this critical warning threshold now much earlier than expected. I mean, we're staring it down. They're talking about the early 2030s. CNN chief climate correspondent Bill Weir is here. So um, please tell me we can stop this, Bill. Oh, I'd love to tell you that. We have to believe that, and we can. And that's really the takeaway is that the tools are in our hands. There are no miracles needed when it comes to technology. It's all right here. It's all about political will. But... Let me explain the context here. Every year, thousands of peer-reviewed papers around the world look at the ice or the clouds or the penguins or every 
little aspect of our changing planet. The IPCC, these are scientists from 195 countries, have to synthesize all that information. Their governments have to approve the language, and then they put this report together and give it to lawmakers in time for this next COP that's coming up in, in the United Arab Emirates. And it is the most unequivocal. There's no such thing as climate alarmism anymore. Last one first. Um, run out of time. I've said it on the show. I've driven from Sacramento back to my home in Beaverton, Oregon, and there is climate change. But we're not going to die. The planet's not going to end. And every solution you motherfuckers come with, you don't follow and is untenable for the world we live in. You got to give up your phone, Bill Weir. It's made out of petroleum and your suit and everything you're fucking wearing. And the airplane you fly on is using fossil fuels. And wind will not generate enough power for cities. Solar will not generate. And you haven't made a car that can get over 300 fucking miles consistency. Maybe some of the Tesla. But it's not consistent and nobody can drive anywhere. And then their electricity bill just got raised by Biden, who went back to the Obama regulation, that if you're not using clean energy, you get ass raped. So instantaneously within the first year, I went from 160 to $230 now, $200. $150 for electricity. $300 a month. I pay my electricity company because 50 of it is for the high-speed internet and 250 is for electricity. And I don't use any more power. If anything, we use less power. It's just me and her. We don't have kids, grandkids. Nobody's in the house, just us. We keep it on 68 fucking degrees in the summer and the winter. That's the temperature we're on. And we use wood and have fires all the fucking time. To... Rogan, as a person, as stated, who was affected by this vaccine, and I should never have done it because anthrax made me really, really sick in the military. I cannot do this new technology, and I'm sitting here 15 fucking months later, or 14 months, with something they can't even fix. I, for the record, say, fuck you, motherfuckers. Fuck you. Fuck you. No. The the worst part is the fact that you all said you weren't going to take Trump's vaccine. Then you won and you forced it down people. You ruined people's lives. You deplatformed them. You made them lose their businesses. You made them not have jobs. You made kids lose two years of their life, mental health, all to win an election. That's what you did. You didn't do it for health. If that was the case, Fauci wouldn't have started the noble, noble lie, don't wear a mask. I wouldn't have got yelled at by liberals because I was wearing an N95 because I owned them because I have allergies. But I was killing nurses. That's what you were telling people. Because that's what Fauci said. That's what CNN said. That's what the liberals said. Fuck all of you. And you made big money off it. And we, we to this day, we, we've never found out definitively, even though we're all smart enough to understand, even though the experts on disinfo say that we're all Nazis for it. 
which Will Carlisle said is two different things. Jesus Christ, semantics is all these people play. Uh, we were all Nazis for questioning. We were racist. We were xenophobe because a lab in the town where it broke out probably is the reason. And living proof that attacked an obese person and attacked your digestive system in a way that I can only eat super healthy food. Ooh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. So let's do TikTok really quick. I'm going to play what TikTok is to liberals and why you're getting pushback. And I'm going to play a little bit of that politics girl and Dylan Mulvaney the transgender spokesman for Biden. Excited for fresh young leaders with bright new ideas, but those fresh young leaders will never get a chance if we don't protect democracy now. The fact is, Joe Biden has gotten more accomplished in two years than any president in the history of presidents. In an increasingly cynical world, Joe Biden is a decent man. I am Eloise. I am six. I'm a city child. I live at the Plaza Hotel which is huge and wonderful and trace elegant, especially at Christmas time. Go deeper into this issue. Here with us today is Dylan Mulvaney, who's welcomed us into her life by, you know, showing on social media her girlhood series. Let's take a look. My name is Dylan Mulvaney. I am a trans woman and I am documenting my transition publicly on TikTok for the world to see. When people started watching and the numbers kept getting higher, I realized quickly how public my transition would be. Of course, I knew that there would be backlash and negativity. I try to not let the internet's words hurt me or my spirit. But do you know what does hurt? Seeing people in power and authority figures creating laws and bills that are actively trying to harm us transhumans, especially trans children. Our lives have become political talking points. Lawmakers in many states want to exclude us from participating in sports or getting proper health care. Some folks want to decide where we can use the bathroom. No one should have fear of living in a state that they call home while being true to themselves. No one should have their lives put in danger because of who they are inside. That's why I'm sharing my story with the world. I'm using my platform to stand up for my community and for any of the little Dylans that deserve a clear path to their true identity. Uh, Mr. President, this is my 221st day of publicly transitioning. God and, love you. Uh, so without TikTok, we would not have Dylan Mulvaney and we will not have our great uh, weirdos freaking the fuck out every 10 fucking seconds about everything. They wouldn't be able to ram LGBTQIA down little kids' throats. But the left's not going to go down that easy. Um... I mean, for Christ's sake, there's so much stupid on TikTok. Fruit Roll-Ups is telling people to stop doing this. Did I eat the plastic? I hope not. Okay, I'm just asking, did I get like a new addition? Or what? What is this flavor? Blue raspberry. Plastic doesn't freeze. I'm pretty sure. Let's see. 
Um, she might be right. Oh. Nope. Plastic. Yeah, I'm keeping this picture because this this is TikTok. This this is where we get uh, that little small child getting abused by parents. So um, they, the sound bites will play now is the influencers. A nice spread on I think it was what the hell was it? I found this on Hallie Jackson, MSDNC, GMA, and they're all shilling for China. Because they use TikTok. It's, it's what the cool libs do. And they know if they lose this, uh, Biden's going to lose some votes because he literally has influencers all over the place. I mean, let's be honest. Hillary, uh, Obama started it. Hillary perfected these little uh, internet labs where they're all chasing you. That's the story we had back in that era where I said I was pro life minus. I didn't want to ban abortion. I just thought we should have restrictions and everywhere, even though I was talking about the Packers or if I was talking about uh, fucking needle pointing, these people chased me all over Twitter and Facebook and tried to cancel me. And, you know, they do this now. They, They are just all about canceling. For conservatives, it is dangerous. There's a lot of danger in this. They're getting to kids. They're turning kids because this whole movement by the left, which is fucking extremism in my mind, but, you know, not to the imperfect people because now all we have is there's only right-wing extremism. There's no left-wing. Antifa doesn't exist. Remember that. That's what we all need to reprogram ourselves. Take three months of a summer and just wipe it out. Take everything you ever watched about all the fucking documentaries that showed... Anifa talking people in the crowd to pour liquid and walk away on a cop car and then light the fucking match and then the Anifa people ran away so they never would get caught but they never they didn't do it. even though I know them and I was called a liar because I had two soldiers that we talked about on the show they were in it and two people at my work they were going everywhere and burning shit and they were scumbag human beings that doesn't exist so they're going to use it so we're going to start with Lives a TikTok. She gets to speak first. Then you see the media because they love these influencers because they're like them. Part of the cult. TikTok is a weapon being used to groom our kids. Every single day in America, our children are under attack. Predators are lurking everywhere, trying to get access to your children to groom them. They're in classrooms, hospitals, colleges, and of course on social media, mainly TikTok. Some estimates claim that nearly two-thirds of American teens are on the app. TikTok is designed to attract our impressionable youth, and groomers and predators know this and are using it to their advantage. Over the past few years, TikTok has become a cesspool for LGBTQ activists to target children with propaganda. Take Jeffrey Marsh, a transgender activist who famously makes TikToks directed at kids telling them to cut off contact with their parents. Jeffrey has a large following on TikTok where he constantly puts out videos directing kids to speak to him privately and not to trust their parents. He even links his Patreon in his TikTok bio where he offers kids... Realize the potential of, you know, kind of converting my audience into customers that I can also you know, make a living off of, which was like something I had never expected was possible.
ban is is not the answer. So while we are trying to diversify, like if TikTok were to get banned, in terms of my personal income, like half really comes through brand deals, most of which happen on TikTok. So if it were to be banned, like those brand deals would go away, and so is 60% of my consulting business, and so I'd be left with like just a small margin of what I'm currently making, which would not be sustainable for me and my brother to really live off of. But I think TikTok has taken and is taking many safeguards in terms of handing over that data to Oracle and kind of having them, you know, build sufficient infrastructure around the technology to make sure that U.S. data is protected. Wouldn't TikTok be fighting to protect half of America's lives? It is. Twink. I am your mother. You listen to me. Had to say. In terms of TikTok's behavior and its and its risk to national security, it poses about the same threat that companies like Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and Twitter pose. So let's not marginalize and target TikTok. So that's Congressman Jamal Bowman, who's become the highest profile ally, if you will, yet of TikTok on Capitol Hill. And you can see a bunch of TikTokers, maybe some that are landing on your For You page, who are here in D.C. ahead of very high profile testimony tomorrow from the company's head. TikTok's promising to protect U.S. user data, promising to keep the app safe, especially for minors, for kids, to stay independent and to be transparent. I want to bring in now Julie Serkin. And Julie, you know, there's a lot at stake here, and TikTok knows it. They have ramped up their lobbying. There is some growing concern now among some Democrats that a ban could actually alienate young voters. One Harvard student used TikTok to rally support for Joe Biden in 2020 and is now telling NBC News if they went ahead with banning TikTok, it would feel like a slap in the face to a lot of young Americans. Yeah, exactly, Hallie. And I was watching part of this press conference actually on TikTok because one of the influencers was live streaming it. And that's exactly the point she was making and all of the comments were making. She actually said, we put President Biden in the White House. We delivered him the votes. And that's a message that's got to resonate with some Democrats up here. You saw three progressives, two joining Bowman. Hello, everybody. And we are on the dad life trampoline. From their small town in Oklahoma, they've built an online community of 12 million followers and a source of income. Callie Goodwin from South Carolina. I think this could be a game changer. Says 90% of sales for her greeting card company come from TikTok. Do you think that your small business could survive without TikTok? Unfortunately, I don't think so. But he's not the only one trying to convince lawmakers. Dozens of creators were also on the Hill Wednesday sharing how the platform has helped them both personally and professionally. On Wednesday, TikTok creators descending on the Capitol, flown in by the company to explain what a potential ban could mean for them. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's not getting banned. This might be the end. TikTok showdown reaches fever pitch with CEOs, congressional, then they scrubbed it off of TikTok. Creators come to D.C. with a message for politicians. TikTok is not a children's dancing app it's so serious it's so important i even try to search tiktok for this but you couldn't because they'd already scrubbed it by the time i got to it it was yesterday they've scrubbed everything off and once again it's it's the data mining their keystroke logging 
This is a app that is part of China. WAPO, forget Hollywood. These TikTok stars have found fame in the nation's capital. They're such cool people, and you're not. So just remember that. WAPO Tech Journal asserts with zero evidence that there's zero evidence TikTok is a Chicom spy. Matthew Foldy, reminder, Politico, Washington Post, Punchbowl News, and Axios, and more have all taken untold thousands of dollars from TikTok in the run-up to this hearing. Curtis Hoke, today advertising wraparound A section of the Washington Post. Today, members of Congress who have never used TikTok will be calling for the ban of a free expression platform used by 150 million across the U.S. We're covering it all here. Drew Howell at the Washington Post. I got lunch with TikTok CEO Shoes out you last month. He's a Singapore born, Harvard educated, former Facebook intern. He'll be a real shame if our users around the world are not able to hear the U.S. voices anymore. And it's nothing to do with freedom of speech, it is to do with freedom of liberal speech. That's all it's about. This is a great avenue to pump in your cult. Into the kitties. Mediaite. TikTok rushes to delete violent video targeting house hearing after committee shows it at hearing. Urgh. Let's, let's, let me watch this really quick. I did not see that when I was doing these articles. TT789, because I don't know what I numbered it. Let's see, do they show it? Hmm. This could be saucy. You can't answer that question. Oh, yeah, here we go. Let's watch this shit since it's scrub, but uh, Mediate, which is a liberal website, actually grabbed it. Whoa, what a surprise. You can't answer that question. Mr. Show, I'd like to direct your attention to the screen for a short video, if you don't mind. Mr. Show, that video was posted 41 days ago. As you can see, it is captioned me as F at the House Energy and Commerce Committee on March 23rd of this year. This video was posted before this hearing was publicly noticed. I think that's a very interesting point to raise. But more concerning is the fact that it names this chairwoman by name. Your own community guidelines state that you have a firm stance against enabling violence on or off TikTok. We do not allow people to use our platform to threaten or incite violence. Yeah, it's not getting banned now. It's not happening. Not not with that. That's just, that's it, man. The the left wants it. So let's go into our gay shit, which I, I miss running that bite. So fuck it. Let's run gay shit. Hey, 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 bow, 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 bow. Lil pump in the cut, 
Shit, I forgot all about that. I ran into the other day. I redid some of these bumpers with the different, you know, 4321 and made my own because I hate seeing cap wing on everything. Um, so I just made it in house. And for those that are watching that may have stumbled across me and want to cancel me, that's not my song. That was on YouTube, so talk to them. Fabulous. Glad warns a 30% fewer LGBT TV characters next season. Oh, my God. The fucking humanity. In the article, Glad 18th report on the status of LGBTQIA, EIEIO representation on television found that a total of 596 characters were featured in scripted TV. This represented an approximate 6% drop. Their poet noted 175 of these characters and 29 won't be returning. 24% of those characters are featured in shows that are being canceled. Oh no, maybe that's why. Because let's be honest, I've talked to gay people, I've talked to straight people, everybody has the same thing. When you jam in gay characters just to make them gay, or a person you've been watching for three years lip locks with somebody, all of us just go, Jesus fucking Christ. We want good entertainment. I don't care if they butt fuck all day long. I don't care if it's like dudes. If it's part of the script, I don't care. Not homophobic. I was born and raised. I had friends that were gay. I don't care. But it's when you dumb down the strip script just to appease to the liberal mob. It's so disingenuous. And Glad should be pissed off about it. They should be like, okay, you're just doing it to do it now because we told you to do it. Well, that's why they're doing it. They're scared of you. For the next two years, the largest LGBT plus conference in the world would be hosted at Walt Disney World in Central Florida in direct defiance of DeSantis. Woohoo! Good for you. Yeah. And before I argued with the guy in charge of hunting down every conservative that showed up on January 6th and just listened to a speech. This is USA Today's Woman of the Year. It's a dude. It's it's a dude. It's completely a dude. State, uh, let's zoom it up. I still haven't got my glasses. I really need my glasses. State Rep. Leah Fink was honored alongside the likes of former First Lady Obama, actress Goldie Hawn, and NASA astronaut Nicole Mann. All who did shit. He just happened to be the first person to be elected to office in Minnesota who's a dude with the dick wearing a dress and not doing a very good job of looking at a woman. Fink, who transitioned in 2017, is the second transgender woman to make the list following last year's selection of President Biden Assistant Secretary of Health, Rachel Levine, a dude with male pattern baldness pretending to be a girl. She admitted Wednesday that the hate has increased exponentially after a controversial selection with critics calling her spot on the list an arrogant attack on women. I cannot wait. We're going to get to it. It's coming. The Young Turks. So I went through their list, and as you can tell, liberal, 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 liberal. The USA Today is no longer about news. It's about liberal news. That's all they do all the time. It's 
Very disconcerting. It used to be a great paper. I used to subscribe to the USA Today in Korea, and I would read it three days late. But, um, yeah, they don't, they don't do this anymore. They, they don't want to be on. So here's some pictures of the first transgender person. And I, I once again, that's one. Uh, here's, a, here's another one. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a dude. It's a dude. It's a dude. And we'll get to Will in a second. I, that's not supposed to be in there. Will's in a different file. Let's finish the trans shit. Uh, females with families. Okay, I already covered that in the lead because that is the most heinous thing I've seen lately. That kid is maybe six. Let's whip past the Will Carlisle shit because we're going to get to it. Transgender athlete 46 wins top female New York City cycling event. Oh, really? Because that's a dude. That's a dude. That's a dude. That's a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. You know, I I need you know what? I I hold one. Let's let's pause for a second. I'm a dude. She's a dude. He's a dude. We're all fucking dudes. Yeah. Um, I was going to do this whole segment and let Matt Walsh do it. But when I Google searched Matt Walsh show for videos, media matters, media matters, media matters, media matters, media matters, media matters. Oh, finally, Matt Walsh. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, yesterday, you probably heard about the tragic... Sl- yeah, they... they, they it, it's all media matter. They, they, you, if you think after the 2020 election, they have stopped cooking the books. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, they're, they're, they're still doing it. Um, they're going to... Matt Walsh, three... 2323. 23. Um, you're gonna, you're, that's all you're gonna hear. Uh, God, I really can't find him because they're real, even YouTube wants to stop you from getting it. What is a woman? Ah, fuck it. I, I, I like filming shit like this because this is what it's like. I mean, you can't. That they are so fascist, they stop you from finding anything. But this is a hateful woman from the Young Turks. I used to watch the Young Turks back when they weren't the Young Turks. And she has accused every person on the planet of being transphobic not an ally, you're a garbage human, yada, yada, yada. Well, yesterday, well, when was this? I got to get to the slide because I, I can't even read that shit. Um, four hours. It was yesterday. 
I'm a woman. Please don't ever refer to me as a person with a uterus, birthing person, or person who menstruates. How do you people not realize how degrading this is? You can support the transgender community without doing this shit. A dude, Alejandro Caraballo, who dresses like a woman. Oh, fuck off with this stupid made-up bullshit. Trans folks are having their existence criminalized in states. No, they're not. And you want to whine about this shit. The fact is... All the legislation now is you can't show your vagina. Oh, excuse me. You don't have one. Your penis in public. That's all it is. That's all it is. But once again, in our media world where they don't fucking ever tell the fucking truth. They're trying to get rid of trans people. No, they're not. They're trying to stop you from transing kids because it should be illegal. It's, it's fucking pedophilia. It's child abuse. It's just all sorts of wrong. So they're making laws because their constituents, the voters, the way our country works, they're pushing it. It's not DeSantis. It's not the governor of my state. It's the people talking to their representatives and going, I don't want queer books with dick sucking in grade school. I don't think that's much of an ask. You can be trans. You can be a fucking unicorn. Nobody cares. We just don't want you dancing around and grinding your pelvis in front of kids. So she speaks out against terms liberals use to describe a woman. And she got drug. Zuby, your side is going to roast you, you know. They have a right to speak their piece, as do I. And she got crushed. Just crushed. And they, uh, I expect you a lot, but this notion that mere existence of trans inclusive terms. You're about to learn something. Anna Kasparo, Dr. Jordan Peterson. And it's true. I won't even read it because it was violent. It was rude. It was beyond the peril. No, I'll read a couple because it's fun to watch somebody else get crushed. Medical literature, health-related articles, healthcare professional center. You won't hear it in conversations often outside of healthcare context, but you'll see it in writing fairly frequently. WebMD, for example, has been doing it a lot lately. Oh, hell yeah, people are saying. Um, This is the take of the most average people, but online she will be made to feel like she's evil for expressing this. The comment thread below is hilarious. It's like the cell doors of a limb lunatic asylum have been thrown open all at once. And it's true. It's just true. You can't say those things. You just can't. Even... The Washington Post, New York Times, papers of record, the, 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 the real journalist dudes, they run a tripe bullshit article. Washington Post survey puts happy face on gender transitioning. By the way, Kirk Can- Can- Cameron's story are crashed by satanic nuns and drags. So, basically, showing your dick to kids with these people 
is awesome doing a story hour yeah this is this is what they did about Jesus and shit can't have can't have Jesus Jesus bad alright so it brings me to Will who works for this paper and when I started this you know I don't reply to journalists a lot because journalists block you Whenever you question their rightness, you're blocked. To his credit, he he talked for a bit, but then he went into crazy mode. And I asked him about this, Trans Day of Vengeance. Now, if you go and read what they plan on doing, it's vandalism. But as we'll see, as an extremist expert for USA Today... And I don't mean to just pin it on them, on all of them. They're not going to cover that. Because there is no stuff like that. So, I tweeted this story out. I said, I, like most normals, am against political violence, period. But our media class, when whole blocks, fed buildings, precincts were burned to a ground, I don't remember Antifa hunters, nor articles condemning Biden dropping charges on few who were actually charged. Now, you don't remember it because it never happened. Whole blocks were burned. He actually said that. What he ended up doing was running the semantics because that's all they have. They have nothing else. And it didn't matter how many times I fucking put out, I know this or this or this or this. I showed footage of downtown Minneapolis we played it on the show just gone Wisconsin Portland then he did the usual thing which doesn't surprise me he decided to go with you don't remember because it didn't happen whole blocks then he said As for not being any Antifa hunters, please, what do you think is the one thing uniting all fight-right extremists? Oh, we're hunting Antifa. Later on, he argued with somebody else. Again, nobody is denying that there were riots and civil disobedience and property damage. The absurdity of the pretending this is some organized, shadowy organization called Antifa is what's so wrong about this narrative. Those who protested were everyday citizens, but like the vast majority of protesters of January 6th, were there extremists in the mix? I'm sure there were. Do they likely call this an Antifa and go to meetings? No. So Antifa doesn't exist. Again, not everyone who was at J6 was car-carrying extremists. That's a silly notion. But even dumber is to say anybody who wears black and goes out to protest Police violence is part of Antifa is just categorically mind-numbing, ignorant, and it gets so boring. Later, he said to somebody, not me, because I wasn't there, I was living a life. In that specific instance, yes, 
But as we all know, right-wing media... Oh, God, I gotta get my fucking glasses. Media unilaterally label any leftist protester, especially when they are wearing, are, are evidently, are, are violent, as Antifa. That's wrong and disingenuous. They know exactly what they're doing, and people like Tony lap it up because I wouldn't answer him. Hucksters and propagandists, millionaires like Tucker Carlson, drum up this nonsense. Nonsense they don't even believe and package it for gullible, frustrated people who eat it up. There's nothing new about this fascist have done it for 100 years. You're not stupid, Jeremy, yet you come along with straw man bullshit again and again. Why? I'm sure you don't believe it yourself. Why keep bullshit machine running? And then yesterday, I asked him about this. The vengeance. All right, mark your calendar. He tweeted the same American Guard article. Then he said, why would I? Why is this extremist? Please outline how and why this is extremism. And he just kept fucking replying because I guess I posted it twice. So I finally said, so your answer is no. If you feed in your feet, is your feed only on non-mega? This one floated in my timeline yesterday. Didn't look it up. Maybe pan off evil cons and see where other extremism. And then he did the same thing. Why would I cover this? Why are those covers? And I ended up at the end. So yeah, no, I won't be covering this because it isn't extremism in any way. Hope that answers your question. Sorry, was busy was my reply. They talked about vandalism in tweets I read. It was rhetorical though. After Antifa line of discussion, you call me a liar and brainwash. I knew your stance on lefty violence. I think we've established I think you're a partisan and you think I'm evil. Good, good chat. In there, I said, well, maybe the, the name Vengeance could be a reason why we would do this. And then I started looking up what the USA Today. Fact check. Democrats have condemned violence linked to BLM anti-fascist protests. That's a lie. No. Nope. No, they didn't. They, they never, ever did. Southern Poverty Law Center. Designating Anifa's domestic terrorist organization as dangerous, threatens civil liberties. Will Carlisle. A couple weeks ago, I revealed the sedition hunters ID'd a man wanted by the FBI for January 6th, Gregory Ventman who served in the New York Jersey National Guard until last year. Vetman still has not been arrested, nor have 100-plus more rioters they have identified and put his picture out. I searched all day to find anything to show the USA Today or the media had articles based on Antifa being bad. And all I could find was the Atlantic, the new anarchy. America faces a type of extremist violence it does not know how to, sh- to stop. But in it, briefly, they talked about Portland, Oregon. And then they talked about Mega. That's all they talked about. So... I think why I bring it up on the show, it it shocked me in a way 
to believe this is our media. I mean, he unequivocally, because Joe Biden said it and the left said it, the media is part of that establishment. There was no Antifa. Even though there's been documentaries, even though on this show, I showed all these glowing roll-ups of meeting Antifa and the Oregonian, New York Times, the whole thing with the guy on the inside who got canceled because he literally talked about how bad it was for the police and how he even got hurt. But then they just ran with the expose on the person on the outside who is with the moms. Moms of Antifa. <laughs> that was their name. Our media is never going to be unbiased. Our media is never going to see that Jane's Revenge is pretty fucked up. That they, just, they fucking damaged churches. Our media never acknowledged that the day Trump stupidly and idiotically, as I said on the show, walked out with a Bible to a church. He did that because the church was set on fucking fire. The day before, Antifa stormed the White House. Secret Service agents were hurt. They never even acknowledged that. They talked about, they see us the crowd, which took months for the media to acknowledge that it was smoke. They didn't actually see us them because they knew there were so many cameras and CNN was over there jerking off and MSNBC was running chirons with fiery but mostly peaceful. They will never acknowledge it. The moment you go to an In-N-Out burger to protest Trump's Arrest, which I don't know why you do it. But okay, it's your right. This is America. If it's okay to go burn shit and loot because of social justice and you're not going to get COVID during it because that's what the CDC said. Social justice or human rights are more important than COVID. You can also go vote. Or if you're a representative, you can go into the House chambers and vote if you have COVID because it's so important. They're they're just never going to ever, 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 ever acknowledge that that was the moment they lost their shit. 2016 to 2020, we lost our media. And if you follow the show, that's my thing. It's not left and right. It's that our media has been hijacked by the left All they talk about is Fox News. People go, I've had snotty little emails from the rando. And that one time the the show went to like 600 likes or 600 listens. And it was about something lefty. And it was, I come to find out, it was basically a school and extremism or some shit or righty crap. And somebody gave it as a fucking example of a normal person being brainwashed by Fox or whatever. I don't really know what the syllabus was. But that was the, the, the reason them just saying, oh, you're talking about this, but what about Fox? Why do I have to talk about Fox? Cat Abu, Brian Seltzer, all they do is talk about Fox. 
The whole media and Media Matters runs little snippets about Fox and ignore everything I'm about to play. All day long. They don't even see it as bias. The funniest thing is when Trump said something and they said different facts. If you remember on the show, I laughed about it because that's what we live in. There's different facts on CNN and MSNBC and ABC, NBC, CBS, PBS. And Fox has different facts. But 90 organizations and one, who's putting out the information? Is it Fox? They have a lot of people looking at it. If you broke down the viewers for Fox, probably 30% of them are just liberals that work for Media Matters or trying to get gigs like Brian Seltzer by doing a podcast about Fox, like Cat Abu. It's the left brainwashing everybody. They own Google. Just saw it. I couldn't even get Matt Walsh's show. I got Media Matters. They own Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter to this day. You dead name or you fucking answer a question like I did is transgenderism, a mental illness, you're banned. They own the web space. They own every paper because USA Today is owned by Gannett and Gannett owns every local paper. It's all they do. So when I shocked the extremist expert, which I love really Greenwald, what what are these experts? There, there's no expert. They're not experts. But they, they get a title as disinfo and misinfo because they, they jumped on it. They need to get airtime. How do you do it? Well, I become an extremist expert or I become uh, a fucking disinfo expert and that's my shtick and I'm shoehorned on like one underscore who, not to be homophobic, is just a gay guy pissed off about red states passing bills that you can't show your junk to little kids and you can't chop little kids' junks off. So that was a shtick. It's just a niche. It's the way they got on air. Hey, good for them. Said it many times. I wish I could get a Brian Seltzer. I wish Daily Wire would call and say, hey, we want you to be do a podcast for us, but don't curse. And don't dip. And don't be you. <laughs> That'd be cool. But to say they're experts when you can't even acknowledge that Antifa was a thing. And one of the tweets, he says, I don't believe you. Give me their names. Like, I would give a USA Today guy, even the two shitheads that I don't even talk to anymore, were my troops. They were part of Antifa, and on Facebook, they were posting posts about how they're going to go fuck up righties, and that was the one time I talked about the guy we were really close. We talked a lot. He was a good guy. He said, well, do you think we weren't going to start training and using guns too? I don't know who was using guns. The right wasn't using guns. I didn't see anybody with guns. When did somebody go to use guns? And then we stopped being friends, and I don't even remember the dude's names that were in my fucking community center, but there was two of them, and that's what they did. They went to their local Antifa chapter during that time, and they got transportation paid for to go all over the country and burn shit. Even came back bragging that he got arrested. 
But I'm not handing those names over. Not to USA Today. They'll either get ruined because they weren't Antifa enough or maybe they changed their lives now and found the light that burning shit doesn't solve anything. You still got Trump. You guys burned after Bush won or uh, W's first and second inauguration. You burned after Trump. You burned whole cities down. Minneapolis is fucked up. Wisconsin's fucked up. Portland's fucked up. People are leaving. Now they don't have a tax base. Maybe they woke up and they decided I'm not going to burn anymore. And for Will Carlisle, that would be bad. Because burning for that cause is a good thing for the media because they're part of the DNC who didn't even recognize it as violence. They bailed them out and they dropped thousands of charges. I even sent articles from the New York Times. 2,000 charges dropped. It just coincided with Biden's inauguration. He never acknowledged it. He never acknowledged the videos of downtown. He was doing semantics that it wasn't a whole block. Then he did, it wasn't blocks, plural. Because that's all they got. They can't actually argue the point that Antifa didn't fuck shit up that summer. That it went too far over a guy who was dying of meth who had a cop put his knee on his back. Two things are true, and it's the same problem we have with every one of these subjects we ever fucking cover on any of these podcasts I've ever done. They can't hold two facts in their head. They can't hold that he was dying of meth and what the cop did was fucking gratuitously bad. They can't hold that Yes, we need some justice reform, but burning down cities is bad. And they can't hold. There are right-wing extremists out there, and there's also left. Because if they admit there's lefty violence, well, then it kind of ruins their whole dichotomy. I mean, when you take January 6th and you break down every, all now close to 2,000 will be arrested, that's all over the country. And if you keep their arrest where they live, it looks like we have an extremist problem with mega or ultra mega or super mega or white Christian nationalist or whatever the fuck new phrase you guys are coming up with to see if it will pull test and work. And they admitted they're doing it. Whistleblowers admitted it. But the media never acknowledged that. That's right-wing misinformation. So rant complete. I know it seems personal, but I just thought it was a nice realization. So let's go into, uh, I, I got some video of that dude that's the new person and how the media fawns. And then we will go into uh, super bias. One of the things that I think about a lot is how I want to be the first, but I don't want to be the only for very long. Um, I hope more people come in right behind me, and and I hope that we start to see that happen around the country. Just hours after a historic celebration. I feel very excited. Representative-elect Lee Finke says she's ready to get to work. The first ever transgender lawmaker in Minnesota's history. In the last two years, we've been seeing uh, just a marked increase in the coordinated attacks against trans people and trans communities across the United States, including in Minnesota. And I just felt 
like it was absolutely essential to have someone from our community in those rooms. We are not fake news. We are real news. former president and also now a House of Representatives controlled by Republicans who are looking to rally defense around Donald Trump, talking about the, quote, weaponization of the federal government, the weaponization yeah. of a district attorney's office. What do you hear when you hear that term? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to be very, very calm. And, and Joe, Mika Willie, you, you know, I have been writing about policing and community going back to a, an article I wrote in, in Esquire. Um, people may have challenged the direction I came from. They never challenged the facts. When I hear, and I want to be careful how I say this, because I, I don't want to paint with a, a, a wide brush or try to indict all white folks. But when I hear from privileged white men talk... So, I don't think he's... He said, look, wait, let me read this part. Looking closely at the pictures you released, I realized that your arse was too fat. Oh, and your body is in great need of some serious physical exercises. This is who's, who's uh, going to these uh, conferences. I mean, come I on. Mean, I, I think he's, he's clearly a, a horrible person. And, and maybe... Well, another... 30 minutes later, after I made some stuff, here we go. <laughs> I didn't get the whole show made together. That was, of course, a screenwriter, and then the view so downtrodden that Trump didn't get arrested is just, just so fucking horrible. So horrible. Um, you know, uh, probably one of the most disappointing chapters, if you sum up everything, you know, uh, the riots with Antifa, which is a thing, regardless of what the media and the left say. That was just really hard for me to watch. I mean, I lost my daughter over it. I mean, she disowned us because we didn't believe beating up cops was a good thing because um, she's very susceptible to the liberal brainwashing that you get on every other channel that's never a subject. You don't see articles about how CNN only has ratings when they're talking about Trump. I mean, that's the only time people tune the fuck in and how good it was for the media for four years to just go crazy hating Trump. So that's bad. Electing Barack Obama the second time was bad because in my opinion, people just did it because he was black and they didn't want to be called racist, but he was horrible. He was a war protester. I'm a vet. I just can't get into that. And electing Biden with 81 million votes that is impossible to fathom because we've never had 81 million votes, which shows that something's off. That's bad. But the Trump stuff, you know, staring at my country when you've had hope and change and you've had I'm with her and you've had Build Back Better, which is actually a UN um, saying. And this guy being president that's pretty fucked up because those are good cults the lgbtqia the blm where whole countries sold out their soul and laid prostate for a cause that embezzled money we find out media covered then let it go the trump hate and the treatment of mega i'm not mega for the eight thousand time I'm never going to wear a shirt that says I'm with insert political person. They're all fucking liars. They're all in for it, the money. We only hear about McConnell's money or Wrighty's money, but there's so much money and they all dump stocks and they do illegal shit and they're garbage. 
I mean, Marsha Blackburn, my rep, I've dogged her every fucking time the subjects come up. She's a piece of shit. I will not vote for her. I voted for random Dems that'll never win because her district is like all the other long-term Dem or Republican senators. They're gerrymandered so it's a strip of land. So they guarantee they keep them in office. How do you think McConnell's been in office? How do you think Pelosi's been in office so long? You know they got some trans, biracial person they'd rather have. But her district's power, they just keep... I mean, Menendez, it's literally not even the size of my fucking county I live in. I mean, it's a joke. He's garbage. But their hate for him is insane. And this is a fake photo. It went viral, AI generated, uh, from what I got from Mediate, a liberal organization. Fans of former Donald Trump's impeding arrest and imprisonment are having a field day sharing photos, realistic images of Trump being chased down, arrested and jailed, all generated by artificial intelligence software, sending Seeing Trump in the orange jumpsuit has long been a dream of Trump resistors, but Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg investigation over hush money, the stage name of Stephen, Stephanie Gifford, said reports Trump an indictment and arrest will be imp- imminent, have pushed that anticipation to almost fantastic levels. And I know I'm reading really horrible today. Sorry, my glasses, I keep saying it, but whatever they did to my glasses, I'm two days later, I can't see shit. Um, I think it was a dilation. Trump himself brought the prospect to vivid. Yeah, whatever. Tuesday has come to gone, yada, yada. And these videos went so viral that AP, USA Today, AI-generated images of Trump being arrested circulating on social media are false. Um, where's the other one? I think I, I deleted it. Um, Snopes, fake. All of them had to run these things. I found this picture right here by Durf hemmed up at Applebee's is the rumor. Um, that they, they're just the media specifically is so into it. The media members got taken by these. And once again, they could say it's AI generated but it's the yeah they're all in this here they are they're just fake photos somebody said well he would never run he's a lard ass just so much hate it's it's disappointing and this brag because i'm not covering a lot of trump stuff you're getting it everywhere else you don't need it from me my 10 year old son on trump's climate change proposal that's not how science works Trump lied throughout the night, but he couldn't bring himself to lie and even pretend he condemns white supremacy. Stand down and stand by. I could keep reading. He's a partisan. They all are. That's, That's what we do. But I will play this montage. A journalist asking, does the president think a person who's been indicted to run for office the letdown on Whoopi's face, the walls are closing in, literally uttered by Joe Scarborough, and even Howard Stern saying, Jesus Christ, on NBC, they're going berserk. Um, 
totally different topic. Um, does President Biden believe that it is appropriate for a person who is indicted to run for office? And I want to start this with this update. Uh, you know who is still at large. <laughs> I think it's different when you get in there and you're having, I, I could be wrong, but you know we I call wouldn't that. know, but having your fingerprint taken and your picture you, you taken. You know we call that, Mika. What? That's called whistling past the graveyard. He's not looking forward to any of it. He's horrified. He's just talking big. The walls are closing in. I was watching MSNBC. I said they were going fucking berserk with, uh, you know, Trump potentially being arrested. These indictment possibilities. Oh, my God. It's the same discussion over and over again. They go, it's very possible that President Trump will be indicted, uh, according to... First of all, Trump. we don't know, but <laughs> and then they all come on the air and they're all discussing whether or not Trump's going to be indicted. I go, you know, what? why don't you sit tight and wait and see instead of. Yeah, you're right. Howard Stern, who's a liberal. So uh, we next are going to play um, Representative Bush. We will not succumb to nihilist insurrectionists over the Second Amendment. Sheila Jackson, don't we want our children to know that slavery was wrong as I fight against slavery today that still exists? Hank Johnson, Republicans want you to believe that the tooth fairy is woke and anti-Christian, and they want you to believe that they will find something incriminating on Hunter Biden's laptop, and they also want you to believe there is some chilling of parents' rights. This was in the parents' rights Bill filibustering, and I, I play these before I play some more on the Bill of Rights because I asked the lifelong resident or question that liberals ask all the time in the media, but not about their own. Who the fuck elects these idiots? coming for the end of weak gun laws that allow people to buy an assault rifle and kill and traumatize school children, traumatize teachers, and traumatize grocery patrons. That's what we're coming for. And it doesn't require taking away people's right to bear arms. Our work is about saving people's lives. We will not succumb to the nihilist, insurrectionist view of the Second Amendment. believe that the insurrection of January 6th was not an insurrection, it was just a, a tourist visit. And they want you to believe that the tooth fairy is woke and anti-Christian. Beings endure suffering and humiliation. Don't we want our children to be kind? Don't we want our children to know that slavery was wrong as I fight against slavery today that still exists? Don't we want our children to understand the basis of all of our history? the mosaicness of this nation and African-American history? Don't we want teachers to get the salaries that they deserve? And don't we want to make... All three of them are just race hustlers. That's all they got. They have nothing else. I mean, they literally get their job. I mean, she was part of BLM. And it shows everything in our lives that that is okay. That's okay. You can be a total racist... As long as you're black, because you can't be racist. You can only be racist if you're white. Okay. Here is Washington Schultz, Schultz, Keem Jeffrey, and that young African-American who's saying crazy shit so he can keep his seat. 
that he wasn't voted into. This, bo this bill is modeled after one that I know very well, uh, Florida's parental rights in the education law. Most of us know it as don't say gay. And don't say gay infringes on um, parents' rights, including LGBTQ plus and supportive parents. Bills like this make schools more hostile and make no mistake, it results in hate, bigotry, and yes, sometimes death of our students in schools. Legislation brought to us by the extreme MAGA Republicans that will put politics over parents. This legislation has nothing to do with parental involvement, parental engagement, parental empowerment. It has everything to do with jamming the extreme MAGA Republican ideology down the throats of the children and the parents of the United States of America. But this legislation just hands a vocal and extreme minority of parents the power to dictate what every American child learns. The, the shocking thing about most of this is that that's all they have to say to get elected. The left is such a cult on this, repeating extreme, mega, uber, duper, mega, Republican. And they just don't learn off Youngkin. They don't watch the videos. You know, as I ran into Mr. No Amphitophon, not to keep talking about him, he's a perfect example. They don't see the videos because they only see liberal shit. So they don't know that there's black, gay, Latino. Th these school boards, it's just not white, racist motherfuckers. Parents are done. Yunkin showed that. Their big guy got dusted by a nobody who wore a vest. I, I just don't, I, I can't understand they're going to die on this bridge that parents are uneducated noobs that have no right in their kids' education. So the yin and yang of our politics now is Trump is the devil, but DeSantis is his daddy. I mean, he's just way more. This was an AP journalist. Ron DeSantis signs a book in Tallahassee. I asked him if he thinks Donald Trump is being fairly, treated fairly by prosecutors. Dead silence. A person. You randomly yelled at a person and got no response. You goddamn hero. Thank you for reconfirming just how awful the Associated Press has become. It is just garbage. Uh, their other one, because they, they want clicks. It's all about clicks. It's all about them liberal clicks. Florida Ron DeSantis plans to expand the controversial don't say gay law. I'm done. That's not the name of the law. You shouldn't be able to do that. If you were professional, you would name the law and then prove how it's against gay people. But you don't want to work, so you just go with whatever the left told you to do. And half the time, you're telling the left to do this. Hey, we poll tested. We got a lot of clicks. Just say this. Um, you know, it works, man. Here's another jackassery. DeSantis who went to Yale, says he isn't sure how to spell Trump's desanctimonious nickname. That's the most important thing. There was actual articles that he's a piece of garbage because he didn't respond to Trump. He just is Trump's butt buddy. He's a garbage human because of Trump, 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 Trump. That's all he fucking talk about. That's all they think about. But with the... And pending election, their fear of 
somebody worse is starting to show. This is just a short soundbite cluster of the left losing their shit because DeSantis is worse. The question I don't know if DeSantis is going to be talking to swing voters. Here's like one of the things he said in Vegas yesterday. Take a listen to this. We're also the first state in the country to establish every November 10th, the day in our schools is earmarked to teach our students at all grade levels about the evils of communist regimes throughout history. We're going to tell the truth about Marxism and Leninism. In Miami. It, 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 you know, Jonathan, it, it's sort of like, look, uh, being a Floridian, I sort of know what, what, he's, <laughs> so trying he's, to, what he's trying to play there. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis opened a new session of the Florida legislature today, vowing to continue to use his power for political retribution. Republicans have a supermajority in the state legislature and are set to pass a full slate of repressive laws. But a story about a cartoon creator becoming the voice of the great white male freakout doesn't end at Dilbert or even at Elon Musk. It ends, or rather begins, with white grievance politics potentially becoming U.S. federal policy. If Florida Governor Ron DeSantis becomes president of the United States, which he is clearly aiming for, America will become the land of total government control. What I don't get, it's like the ultimate gaslighting to basically be steamrolling fascist policies into the state and, and, and doing so under the banner of freedom and rights. That's what I don't get. How Got to pause just for a second. Political retribution, gaslighting and steamrolling fascist policies what the fuck is the left doing right now? You will embrace everything we say. And if we're not, if you don't, then you're ultra mega, you're super mega, you're this, you're that. They're arresting 2,000 people who walked in the Capitol and trespassed. They dropped 2,000 charges for people that burned, looted, beat. Once again, don't confuse the issues. You can have two things, people that broke the windows, people that broke in, people that hit cops, people that used their sticks to hit them, which they weren't unarmed, but they were hitting people. Those people go to jail walking in the Capitol. You have weaponized the DOJ against pro-life. Fucking anybody who disagrees with you is going to jail. Felons are released because of DEI. Fucking hypocrites. And here's the historian, once again, Mussolini. But the even more dangerous thing, Stacey and Michael, is that, you know, people who try to get a nomination in parties, you know, do it by trying to appeal to what they think will work. Well, look what Rick DeSantis has done in Florida. He was known as sort of a nondescript uh, political leader, member of Congress. Suddenly, he really has tried to turn himself into sort of a local Mussolini in Florida with the... You know, I shouldn't be surprised because I said this is what's going to happen. It doesn't matter. My whole life, regardless what a USA Today people say, Nazi and MAGA are the same thing. You're just changing words for smear. MAGA, Nazi, xenophobe, 
ultra mega, super mega, Jim Crow, Bull Connor, white Christian nationalists. There's always animus. There's always evil tones. You're brainwashed. You're a liar. We know the facts because we don't publish anything that's not liberal. Those are the facts. That's the world we live in. It's literally disgusting. It's so sad. As a guy who spent 20 years of his life defending the Constitution, to have people that all they did for four years is talk about the Constitution and then wipe their ass with it by excusing debt. You don't have to pay rent. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. We're just going to buy your fucking vote. That's basically what they're doing. So, as promised, it's time to go to our fun section because you know what we don't have enough fun in the world this podcast has stopped being fun sometimes it's really bad amazon driver delivers package during police standoff and hands it to swap members that is the funniest shit i've read lately two dudes shawshanked out of prison. It is, if you haven't watched that that special I talked about, I can't remember, the, the New York prison with El Toro. Same thing. Retired couple turned their semi into a fucking luxury motorhome. Can't show all the pictures on the inside because behind the paywall, but it's really fucking cool. It is so fucking cool. I fucking love it. Love it. Love it. And lastly, California is going to ban motherfucking Skittles. Anything with red dye, number whatever. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, it's the conservatives. They're the fascists because they don't want kids trans and drag show, story aisle, and porn in book, porn books in their school with their kids. Showed them on the show, dick sucking is something they shouldn't see until they're in prison. So here's our funny Matt Best tearing shit up with a Vulcan, a Sky News guy, dogging Biden, and uh, is it Barrio? Yeah, no, Drew Barrymore. He's dogging Drew Barrymore, which I'm surprised he didn't get canceled. And a nice Biden skit from Rob Schneider. Enjoy. Good. Ready when you are. So violent, dude. It is so violent. Drew Barrymore, remember her in E.T. and then in all the other films? It was a while back. (laughs) It was true. She was pretty good in that. Um, She's now decided that the only way you can talk to a trans person is if you both sit on the floor together. Have a look. Oh, please. Do you know, do you want to know, ironically, who uh, dislikes me the most sometimes? Who? Myself. Oh, me too. Oh. And, but... I'm sorry, I just realized that I'm sitting on the floor with Drew. I'm so happy to be doing this. Thank you for joining me on the floor. 
Uh, Come on, Rita, let's reenact no. the scene. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, Thank let's see you. Megan Kelly reenact the scene. Let's have a look. Dylan says, I can't imagine anyone disliking you. And Drew, do you know who sometimes dislikes me the most? Myself, as they're both kneeling on the ground, <laughs> and then the floor feels safer. Be honest about this. If Joe Biden was a dog, you'd put him down. You just would. You'd have to. <laughs> you'd have to. Come on. Hey, come on. You know, you just take him outside with a five iron. You know, what a beautiful sunset, Fido. Check that out. And it'd be over with. That's it. That's all I'm saying. And then, as promised, here is Greg Gutfeld doing a bit about climate change and a skit he did on last night's show, because it's really the only Fox show I watch. My wife watches The Five and Tucker. I don't really watch Tucker anymore. It's just kind of annoying. Um, he went off the ledge. He used to have some interesting shit, but now it's just too fucking... I, I can't handle just craziness anymore. I, it Just cable news altogether just kills me. But Gutfeld, I watch every morning. I think it's really, really funny. And uh, the thing is, he does so many skits, but the media doesn't treat it like skit. You know, he's a... The cat Abu, he's a Nazi too. Well, that rhymed. But he did this one if there was red cities. Like, if they were run by conservatives because you know the left is on this big well conservative states have as much more violence blah 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 they're they're blue cities it's where all the blue people congregate so they're run by democratic mayor nashville is not run by conservatives it's never been since i've been here far far left was a star in the democratic party with hrc can't remember her name, but she got caught fucking her and using money from federal or state funds to go fuck her security guard. She went away. But the next guy is a gay dude that's super lib. That's why my son got T-boned by an illegal. And the cops hooked him up and said, yeah, we're going to say somebody else drove. Because it was a brand new car. He owned it two fucking hours, folks, and got T-boned by a person who could speak English and ran away. And then somebody else just showed up. And the cops knew it, but they were nice because they realized they couldn't do anything because they were a sanctuary city under Trump. That's when we could break the law because the president's a douche. Now you can't do that. When they're in charge, you don't get to play that shit. But anyway, funny skits. Here you go. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Especially since we don't have many Wednesdays left. Yeah, it's that time again. The end is nigh. All hope is lost. No, Steve Ducey didn't get his own show. <laughs> Although Bill Hemmer found out I've been stealing his running shorts from the break room. <laughs> but forget about inflation or our increasingly bellicose adversaries. Pay no mind to fentanyl, the rising crime rate, or drag queen story hour. <laughs> that was a mistake. I'm talking about Mother Nature, and boy, it's become a mother. Of course, this real threat to humanity, it's never really gone away. Its delivery date just keeps getting changed. The New York Times delivers this ominous warning. 
Climate change is speeding toward catastrophe. The next decade is crucial, the UN panel says. Quote, Earth is likely to cross a critical threshold for global warming within the next decade. The next decade, and nations will need to make an immediate and drastic shift away from fossil fuels to prevent the planet from overheating dangerously beyond that level. <laughs> According to a major new report released on Monday. A new report, right? Huh? It eerily sounds like the same one Al Gore and the rest of these lying, fear-mongering bitches have been screaming at us for the last 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but so what, right? You peasants need to suffer, or the whole world will be doomed. Except that the Times drops this not-so-subtle caveat that contradicts the whole report. Quote, many scientists have, uh, you know, they've pointed out that surpassing the 1.5 degree threshold will not mean humanity is doomed. <laughs> wait a second. So wait, we're not doomed? Holy <laughs> Why didn't you just say so to begin with? Now, I'm sure that this so-called threshold is arbitrary, just a thing every fear merchant can agree on. It's funny, though, the headline screams catastrophe, but then halfway through it, they say, never mind. The shocking news isn't so shocking at all. Imagine if that's how I called 911, huh? <laughs> Hello? Everyone's gonna die! Why? My fan broke! <laughs> what a bunch of shock blockers. Anyway, it's not as if there was any, ever any climate change before we all decided we were killing the planet. It's not like 12,000 years ago there was a giant glacier right where I'm sitting, but no one blamed that on one of my many yachts. But we've been down this road before, like every few years, like for my entire life. And I'm 85 years old. I know, I look great. It's all about hydration and a healthy sex life. <laughs> Isn't that right, Melinda? But these experts keep moving the goalposts because they're worse at predicting the end of the world than the Mayans. 2012 was the last time I donated to charity because I thought the world was ending. What's the point, huh? Kids are going to die. They pick the year everything ends, and then that deadline passes. Then, coincidentally, Greta Thunberg deletes her tweet about it, and the climate crooks have to pick a new date. And then they start fiending for their doomsday fix once again. They say the sky is falling, when the only thing falling is this guy on the stairs of Air Force One. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Terrible. But how often are we to keep hearing this? The world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. Yeah, right. If that's true, why are you in such great shape? I mean, if the world's ending, there's no need for a beach body. Hell, I'd blow up like Brian Stelter and die on a bed made of chocolate eclairs. <laughs> But imagine if it wasn't climate ideology being pushed, but something just as fallible, like a Ponzi scheme. But we were forced to treat it with this solemn respect. Oh, look, the Bernie Madoff Institute for Financial Wisdom has just released its latest findings. And yes, you need to give more money to the Bernie Madoff Institute for Financial Wisdom. <laughs> so why is that? Where are the crazy right-wing towns? Do they even exist? I wonder what one would look like. There's no hellhole like a right-wing hellhole. Where citizens are forced to commute to work without being robbed, beaten, or assaulted. Homeless encampments are nowhere to be found. 
a place where family values run rampant, resulting in disgusting backyard barbecues. A town full of people respecting the cops and the military. Witness the horror as children as young as five are forced to play T-ball in the park. And the local government has the balls to stay out of your business. Those scumbags are too busy wasting tax dollars on proper sanitation, improving schools, and incentivizing small business. Right-wing hellholes, it's a nightmare where no one gets out alive. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. What I'm whipping up. This is America. To our This is America, Ken Dinlian over on MSDNC, because this just kind of flew off the radar because the moment Biden had documents, the media didn't touch it anymore because it could hurt him. But here they are making that same stale argument that Biden is better because he's a good person and he didn't obstruct justice, even though there could be a case made that he's had these since 20, oh, what, 2016, 2015, 14. This is from some of these documents when he was vice president, which makes it even worse. But no, because Biden's good, Trump's a Nazi. Is what differentiates this case from the Mike Pence case or the Joe Biden case? 100%, Joe, that is the significance of this development. And look, even if you leave this aside, the Trump situation with more than 100 classified documents found in an FBI search, some of them TSSCI, is much different from the Biden and Pence situations because some of those documents were found in his office. This wasn't an issue where they were inadvertently packed and stored and he didn't know about them at least according to that circumstantial evidence. But now you take it a step further. What you're, I mean, when I talk to current and former DOJ officials about whether this case will be charged, there's always a reluctance. The idea that you're going to charge a former president with simple mishandling of classified documents that he once had access to and that were sent to his house, that's a tough case. It's, it's not impossible. But that's a tough one for the special counsel to bring in for Attorney General Merrick Garland to sign off on. But when you when you have clear evidence of obstruction of justice, of lying, uh, to fail to comply with a grand jury subpoena, that's an easy decision for them to make. In fact, they can't turn away from that. And now we have a federal judge saying there's substantial evidence to believe that's exactly what happened. And it's always been a question, you know, who lied to the to the government? Was it the lawyers or was it Trump? Or I guess the third possibility is nobody knew those documents were there. Well, the evidence argues against nobody knew they were there. And, and now it's, it's looking increasingly like the evidence suggests that it was Donald Trump who caused that false affidavit to be submitted to the Justice Department. And those attorneys drafted and signed a document that said, all clear, there's nothing left here. Then, of course, the FBI went in later and found more than 100 more classified documents. So, Andrew Weissman, there's been a lot of talking. Yeah, that's journalism awesome journalism as i went down a rabbit hole hell i watch on patrol live now which is live pd and sovereign citizens movement the people that believe they don't want to follow the craziest shit in the world and it's always referenced in the media as conservative southern poverty law center 
Sovereign citizens believe they are not under the jurisdiction of the federal government and consider themselves exempt from the USR. There are a variety of conspiracy theories and falses to justify their beliefs and their actual activities. Some of them are illegal and violent, and in here it literally just breaks down that they're right wing. Even though half the time you see them on TV, they're African American, so that's very confusing. And all of a sudden, I, I remembered, you know, we haven't talked about Southern Poverty Law Center in a long time. So, the state of hate. Researchers at Southern Party Law Center have set themselves up as the ultimate judge of hate in America. But are they judging fairly? That's the Washington Post. This is Politico. Has the civil rights stalwart lost its way? Well, yes, they have. Because here's the gist. Anything that could be possibly conservative is always a hate group. There was an incident where a congressperson got made fun of because he actually used a duffel bag blog that that SPLC says VFW is right-wing hate group. And why did he fall for that? Because if you're a normal, non expert on hate and extremism and fucking disinfo every group that is not liberal is a hate group they even covered for Antifa said it wasn't a group that's where Biden got it and USA Today and all the papers followed suit they got it from SPLC because these liberal groups SPLC every town PPFA, an abortion mill. Well, they get money from these people. And then those organizations give money back to them. It's a nice circular money laundering thing. We give federal funds to these fucks. They finance dem elections. So, of course, they, they parrot whatever the left wants them to say. And it's just kind of a joke, really. I mean, SPLC used to be something that was good. Now it's just another fucking lib hate group. They hate everybody else. Which, you know, is cool now. This is a good one. I think it's the right one because my eyes. White House honors star and executive producer of controversial Scooby-Doo spinoff. She's an America hater. She says America sucks. That's great. White House amends transcript because... The fully sentient, smartest, great dude in the world totally fucked up. So here's an actual screen grab. And we've stood up against the scourge of anti-Asian hate that has festered in the country for too long and the violence that disproportionately impacts on Asian American women, which they won't admit that the majority of cases are African Americans beating up on Asians. But, you know, we're not going to cover that. Just like when they beat up Hasidic Jews. We're not going to cover that. Just like when we found out that they literally are whipping the shit out of trannies. We're not going to do that. We're going to start classifying, you know, Mexicans and Arabs as white people so we can run up the stats. It's how stats work. You know, applause, but this builds on other steps you've taken and we've taken, like the most significant gun safety law in 30 years to help keep guns out of the hands of applause, to help keep guns out of the hands of domestic political advisors, convicted domestic abusers. But we still have a ban assault weapons again. <laughs> That's okay, though. 
weekend minute uh, responds. He was on the track, right track with his axle marks. I approve of this form of gun control. Good Lord, we're not going to make it up, are we? We're not going to make it, are we? No, we're not. Because he's going to get reelected. They're going to cook the election again. But, you know, hey, it, it's cool. It's saving democracy. Everybody, I mean, look at, look at today. Google still has an uncorked from 2020 rules. You're only going to get liberals. You're going to get liberal response unless you go to page two or three. That's just the way it is because everything else is disinfo extremism. I mean, I am sure Will Carlisle watched five minutes of one of these and he found out I did it and went extremist and I'm on the list. They're using facial recognition trying to find me anywhere near Washington, D.C. You'd have to go back to 2017. That was the last time I was there. Here's the next one that I that I bring this up. We're bringing lower energy costs, affordable high-speed internet, and good-paying jobs to cities and towns across America, and red states and blue states, and every community in between. Complete lie. The greatness of a nation is just measured by the strength of the army, the vastness of the geography, the size of the economy. It's also measured in the vitality excuse me, of its culture, a democratic culture forged in the ability to speak and think freely. I'm going to put this up because he literally just said that. Speak and think clearly unless you're a proc or a conservative. Then that shit ain't going to happen. Respies. Oh, this is rich. Your administration literally made a disinformation agency to squash free peach, you feckless liar. That was Leo Solis. Good for him. NC, I don't know, it's some GOP group. The Democrats have spent the last several years encouraging, coercing, and silencing and censoring of political comp- com- opponents. They label parents complaining at school boards domestic terrorists. Their words are as empty as their actions are dangerous. Says the censorship president, a.k.a. my son's laptop is Russian disinformation. How would you know about the greatness of a nation when you're causing its downfall? David Atkin, who did no with N.O. Surprised the liberals didn't kill him for that. Actually, it's all about the military. Yeah, pretty much it is. It It's just rich. I mean, this whole thing is just comedically rich. That they can, he can even say things like this, and the media does no pushback. But they're not going to do pushback because at the end of the day, they just want him to get elected again. They think that's a woman, they think this is not child abuse. So, how do you? break through that. All right. Unlike the paid TikTok influencers that make millions talking about liberal causes, you notice I just changed wardrobe because I ranted for 25 minutes. Then I checked the time and went, oh shit, I, I got to delete some of this. So I got a fan on the computer. That's when I put my jacket on because it's kind of overheating. Um, anyway, we can't break through it. I think... I, By the end of every one of these shows, I hope I get across how utterly hopeless it all is. 
They hate us. They hate who we are. They don't care about normals. 2016, they tried for a week. Chuck Todd and all them. Well, it's really important. We got to know why they did this. And then they realized the answer was, well, because we just didn't want your candidate because they hate us. And so they go, okay, well, we'll just hate you. And since then, through COVID, every fucking step of the way since 2016, the media has shown they hate the middle of the country. They hate gun owners. They hate pro-life people. They hate Christians. They hate nuclear families. They hate fucking parents that go to school boards and say, I don't want pictures of dick sucking in my kid's fifth grade class or kindergarten. And I don't like that you're pushing this on my child. And why did you give them different clothes and change their name at school and then tell them specifically not to tell me? Oh, you're a domestic terrorist. That's why. That's what we do. If anything, the Biden administration has done, instead of unity, they've come in and pretty much just said unequivocally, disagree with us and we're going to smear you. That's what the left does. Will Carlisle, not going to talk about him. He'll never make my show again. That's what he did. I'm a liar and I'm brainwashed. That's how they win arguments because they can they own every state. They own everything. That's why I always ran about state media. I think it's so fucking hilarious when Dems say, oh, fuck the state media. For who? Republicans don't own the state. They're not in charge of shit. Every institution was wokeified by B- Obama. Biden has just accentuated it more. Every institution placed by the woke rules. So there is no state media. For the right, There's state media for the left. There's state social media. There's state institutions. Everybody gets in line because they don't want to get canceled. And they fear the online mob. Just like the young Turk lady. She's going to fear the mob now. She's sick the mob on all sorts of conservatives. But now she's going to fear the mob. And if you listen to every one of the sound bites I played today, the overriding thing is they hate they're fellow Americans. The only Americans they like in the media are wokesters. A bunch of goddamn TikTok influencers will get more time than a mother in a red state who goes to church every weekend struggling to make in meets in Biden's economy that has gotten harder with the regulations they've done. Everything keeps going up in prices. Just a simple thing. Fruit cocktail. I eat a can every day because it's the only thing I really can hold down in the morning. It used to be a dollar, now it's a dollar thirty-eight. Next week it'll be a dollar forty. The week after that, it just keeps going up. Gas keeps, gas is high, electricity's high. They don't care because Biden's a good person. He's on their team. His policies are better for the climate, which was already supposed to be over. But yeah, it's coming. Doomsday's still coming. You just can't break through that. So what will end up happening is what's pretty much happening now. And the divide will get bigger. More people watch Fox. More people go Daily Wire. More of us are doing what I do and just keep pushing through Google. Eventually you get through and you find the stuff you want. Push through YouTube. Push through all these. Or just go to Rumble. They made Rumble huge. It's huge. It's just huge. And it's all because you decided that instead of being an American 
and accepting that there are different people in this country, but you blue people, you decided for political reasons it was more beneficial if people who don't agree with you, you label them evil. And then the left and media realize that really works for their demo and people go and vote. They'll vote when there was always fear. Fear makes them vote. So label everybody who's not like you and smear them for different beliefs. So much so that the media goes, well, there is no different belief. There's no Antifa. So you can't equate it to January 6th. There's no this. You can't. They just wipe things off. It just keeps going. It was like in the beginning of this podcast, it was words. Now it's complete historical data wiped away. It didn't happen. Biden wasn't for it, then against it, for it, and now he's against it. Those things never happened. History started in 2016 with the election of Donald Trump, and that's where we're staying at. Go back to 16, you can't go further than that. You can't say, but Clinton said this, or Biden said this with a bomb. Those things don't matter. They've just wiped that. That hard drive is gone. That server no longer exists. History, as we know it, started the moment America voted Trump in. And some of them don't even admit that he was voted in. They still go with Russian disinformation. And then they get a show on MSNBC. Pisaki. So there it is. So this wraps up another episode of Flower Politics Podcast. Share with your family and friends. Go to SoundCloud, Flower Politics with a K, 482467 on Rumble. Podcast at gmail.com to say, go fuck yourself, Tony. Or you're a Nazi, Tony. I like the hate emails. They're fun. Disconnect from your devices. Don't give the yeah, yeah. We'll go to the next show on the 27th, which is Monday. Until then, thanks for listening and take care.